Yes, sir. Um, I got one question. I mean, I hope it ain't too confusing. The question I got is just, um, you saying that, I mean, you, I know that salvation is the most important thing. Now, is I'm trying to see how to say it. Is that the way, is that why it's so hard, or how, how do you say it? Like, salvation, not saying that sal- salvation is hard to get, but... You know, I guess that's the reason it's the most important. Greetings, everyone. You're tuned in to another session of Let's Talk Jesus. I'm Ray Shot. The question that's on the table is, is it hard to receive salvation? And basically, if it's hard, is that why it's so important to receive it? Well, if I'm understanding the caller's question correctly, I'd like to announce that it's not hard at all to be saved. I think it's more hard to not be saved. When I think of somebody who's not saved, I think of somebody who's trying to do it a different way than what was outlined in the scriptures. But if you want to know how to be saved, then you have to go to the recipe book. You have to go to the manuscript that was left on record for us to abide by. And so, when it comes to salvation, salvation means that you have been delivered from a certain condition. Uh, I believe the apostles uh, have Jesus a question similar to that when Jesus was explaining to them uh, things according to how that they things should be, they said, who then could be saved? Huh? <laughs> who then could be saved? Jesus tell them, with man is impossible, but with God is possible. So, I'd like to go to Mark 16 and verse 15 and I'm going to read there first and I want to show you that being saved or receiving salvation is easier than you may have thought. It's kind of like you receiving your BA degree. Now I'm not talking about your bachelor's of arts or something that you might have obtained at a university, but I'm talking about according to the scripture that Jesus told Nicodemus and John, he said, you must be born again. So Jesus told Nicodemus that you must be born again, and he said, except you be born of the water and of the spirit, he said, you can't see the kingdom, you can't see it. Then he went on and said that you won't be able to enter. For if you can't see it, then you can't enter it. But they said if you can see it, you can have it. So, Mark 16 and 15, and it said, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel, teach to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. 
Now, before we go any farther, when you ask the question, how hard is it to be saved? I'd like to ask you how many steps, how many formulas did he outline right here in this scripture? He said, go into all the world, preach the gospel. He's telling his disciples that. And then he gave them instructions on what to tell them. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Sound like if you believe and you're baptized according to your belief, then you can be saved. Now, the thing about salvation, the word salvation means a process of deliverance. So then if we're, te if we're teaching about a process of deliverance, then this would... And I'm going to end this question with a scripture to show you that your reading of the scripture is good. Amen. I'm going to read this scripture to show you that your praying is good. But you will not receive salvation until you obey the word of God. And this is what makes receiving salvation so hard. This is what makes receiving salvation so hard. Let's go to Acts. And I want to go to Acts uh, 10. And let's see where I want to be here. Let's go to Acts 10. And we'll start at verse 1. Acts 10 and verse 1. So we're dealing with the fact that uh, salvation is not hard if you obey what Jesus outlined in the scriptures. However, a preacher is a part of receiving salvation. Huh? I ain't say your preacher. I said a preacher. I'm talking about a preacher that God have ordained. A preacher is a part of your salvation. He must minister to you. He must tell you the things of God. But Jesus said, my word, they are spirit and they are life. The Bible, the scripture teaches that is the letter. And the scripture say that the letter killeth. It said, but the spirit give life. So when the minister preach, he preach spirit. He preach the word that come from the scripture, but he preach them by the inspiration of the spirit. And that's how you receive your spirit. You receive your spirit from your preacher, from your minister. And your minister allows you to be able to receive that salvation. So I'm giving you a scripture to go along with what I'm telling you tonight. Acts 10 and verse 1. We're reading about Cornelius, one man that the scripture says prayed always. He was devout. Uh, he got people together and they were worshiping, seeking God together. But there was something lacking in Cornelius's life. And I'm going to go ahead and give you the answer to that. It was a preacher. Huh? It was a preacher. And you can read this scripture on your time. But Acts 10 and 1 starts off and it talks about it. And it gets down into the part where Cornelius was instructed by an angel. Cornelius was instructed by an angel to go and find Simon Peter. And the scriptures say that he will tell you what you ought to do. Now, my question is, an angel that come from God, why wasn't that angel able to tell Cornelius what to do? Hmm? Good God of mine. 
Y'all don't hear me tonight. Why was the angel not able to tell Cornelius what to do? Because God don't break his word. God abides by his word. And God said that they will not be able to hear except they have a preacher. Huh? Good God of mine. The scriptures say that the harvest is right. What you mean? There's many souls that are desiring to have God. There are many souls, there are many people that are looking for God to come into their life. But they don't have them. They don't have salvation. Why is that? He said the harvest is right. He said, but the laborers, he said, they are few. Because there's not many preachers that are sent by God. There's not many preachers that God have ordained to speak a word that can save your soul. Huh? So then it's very important that not only are you just looking for a preacher, but you're looking for a God-sent preacher. And a God-sent preacher will have a God-sent message. He'll have a message that God ordained. He'll have a message that God authorized. Huh? Good God of mine. So then I'm encouraging you not only to just seek out a preacher, but seek out a God-sent preacher. One that is abiding by the words of God. One that is speaking the things of God. Preaching the word. Amen. In season and out of season. I'm looking for that preacher. That preacher that God got his approval upon. That's the preacher I want to be listening to. Huh? 